communicate your story. Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn Gregory, and you're on Gut Plus Science, a mentoring platform for people-first leaders of all levels. Here, we talk to exceptional leaders who prioritize culture, get fired up about employee engagement, and are excited to share ideas and tools for bettering employee experience to help others. Thank you for joining us to invest in being a better leader. Now, let's get to it. Hey, Gut Plus Science listeners, it's Nikki, and I get to chat with a longtime friend, Travis Brown, CEO of Mojo Up, today about the power of storytelling, personal brand, and how and why to communicate your story. I'm really pumped for this one. Today, we are pulling out the keys to best communicating your story. Travis Brown is with me, and I'm thrilled to have a longtime friend here to share his brilliance around this topic that he's been passionate about for a long time and has built a business around that we'll learn about today. So Travis, welcome to Gut Plus Science. First, how do you help people get clear on their story? Well, thanks for having me, Nikki. Uh, I've been waiting to get on Gut Plus Science for a long time, right? So today is my shot. But I think helping people understand their story is so important because people have to be able to communicate who you are, what you do, how you do it, and I think most importantly, why you do it. And so many people have been taught to not brag or to boast or not be arrogant, but they don't understand the art of communicating their story so people understand and feel more confident to work with them. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I know that there's a lot of upfront work that it takes, like in the work that you do, we're going to break down a little bit about Mojo Up later, but you talked about the why and the how and all of this. If you could kind of give us like, hey, if you're going to give someone an assignment to go out, sit in your favorite cozy place in your house or outside or whatever, and do a little introspective work, what would you tell them to journal to really do a deep dive to get clear on their story? Well, I think when we deal with brand clarity, whether it's personal brand clarity, company brand clarity, you know, we really stick in this area of, of what's your brand value. And so a couple of questions that I ask. Number one is, what is the number one problem that you solve? And what happens a lot of time in strategy sessions is people spend 30 minutes trying to get around to that. And it needs to be so concise. It needs to be put in a way that people can just do it. We always say, you know, one problem our clients face is they're great at what they do. Just not enough people know how great they are at what they do. And we solve that. And then we have like a solving statement. So I'm always like, hey, what is that problem that you solve in your market? The second thing is, is we talk about uniques. And uniques, people get caught up in this because there's like, there's nothing that I only do in the world. I get that. But we put them in batches of three. Like if I put these three uniques together, no other business that is competing with you or even in your personal mission would probably have those three things. We're diverse and talented. We build it like it's ours and we work until you love it. So we layered those three things together to help people communicate that. And then lastly, it's your proven process. Like you have a way that you do things and I'm sure I can ask enough questions to pull that out. But if you unpack that, first I do this, I uncover this and then I go through this piece and that piece, there's probably three, four, maybe five things that you do every single time. And Nikki, when you layer that number one problem solving statement, your uniques, and then also your proven process. It's how we answer every question on our website and our video content, our social media stuff. It all hinges around those three items. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love very action oriented, like what can I do <laughs> about it and break it down. It's just who I am. But at this show, like we, we will just continue to do that and learn with you in this small segment. But I know there's so much more than what we can cover in 30 minutes. One thing I do wanna know is the time it takes to get really clear on our story, to be able to just like 
roll off our tongue, have a very concise introduction around what we do and who we are. Like that is a journey probably ever evolving. I'd love for you to speak to that a little bit. Not that I want people to like overthink this and say, okay, I'm going to work on this for a three-year plan. Like you can get something started, but it's an ever evolving thing to really get so clear that it just kind of rolls. And I want you to just talk about the time it takes. Well, I think there are two answers to that. One is it is definitely 100% an evolving thing. And who you think you are today and how you articulate it, you may feel comfortable, but then you go to market and you start saying it and doing it. And you realize there's some words that you have to tweak. We do a brand blueprint where we sit in a conference room for an eight-hour session. At the end of that, people walk away with those things I talked about, plus even your tagline. And so what we always have them do, though, is then you go use it. That means get on your next sales call, go talk to your spouse, talk to your friends, and actually use what we've come up with. And then get comfortable because a lot of times, I think the error that people make when they hire somebody, this is us too, it's going to come from my head, but it has to be your words. And so then you have to get really comfortable saying that over and over. And most likely after you've done it, you're like, oh, that was so close. But if I change this and to this the, or if I add this to it, it's going to sound like me. And I think the most important thing to get to is a place of authenticity where it sounds like you. So somebody watches your video, they watch your podcast, they read your book. It always sounds like you. So I, I was just thinking about where this intersects with your personal brand. So you're communicating your story is so important because it helps you to move things forward in your life and be very clear for others around you. At the same time, I learned from a friend that I think you might know, Ron Brumbarger. He um, built an organization called Apprentice University. And I came in to speak to his students one day and he said, my key message is you're always being interviewed. Always. Like no matter what, like no matter if you're trying to look for a job or you're advancing the ball in any area. So I'd love for you to talk about just how your personal brand intersects with this power of communicating your story and how this is relevant to everyone, not just like thought leaders that are trying to be brand marketers. It is every single person. Well, I think the first thing that people have to come to realization is you are always pitching. That means you're always on. You know, so every time you post something, whether it's on your personal account, whether it's a lunch with somebody, it's breakfast, it's at a meeting, it's at a networking, you know, people are always evaluating you. And I think the best answer to this, and Tony Robbins said this is, once you learn to be your authentic self, then you don't have to put on for people. But part of that is realizing that you can communicate in a way that is truly authentic to you. And so I love the topic of personal brand, but really what it is, it's just who you are and what you do and and how you do it formalized in a way that's positioned to typically get new business, grow a following, get a job. I have a daughter that's getting ready to turn 21 and we're having these conversations like that is part of your personal brand is how you talk about where you started, what have you learned, where are you today, and where are you ultimately going? And I think this is something that every single person, I don't care if you're a salesperson or not, like this is a skill that you need to develop so that you can clearly articulate your journey because that's what engages people and they love that. And the last thing on the brand, you know, brand is a big term, but I always want people to understand like there's a logo. People think that's the brand. It's not. It's the story behind that logo. So if you think about the Starbucks, people are gleaning to that story of Starbucks, the Apple logo, the Nike swoosh or the Jumpman. There's stories that have been told that make people feel a certain way that ultimately that's the brand and that's the message. 
So Travis, before we dive in any further, I'm just thinking, you know, we all need awareness on things every once in a while. So for a listener sitting there, that might be the typical person you talk to that isn't thinking about this awareness of their personal brand or they people tend to airball this. What comes to mind to share? I think vulnerability is probably one of those areas that people miss trying to compartmentalize their work self, like their husband or wife self, their business self, their church self, what have you, right? They try to compartmentalize that versus embrace those all things are part of you. They're all a part of your story and they're all what make you relatable. I think that's an area that people really miss. The second one is, is people are afraid to disclose their failure. My first speaker coach told me, he's like, the more you're comfortable talking about your failure, the more relatable you are. See, we have this facade of perfection, like I have it all together and I'm perfect because we don't want people to judge the fact that maybe I'm not all the way there or give off missed signals. But the truth is, being able to teach from your, your failure, being able to empower from your failure is a huge part of your story that a lot of people miss because they're just uncomfortable talking about it. That's so good. And I'll just go real deep for a second. It's like the mix of having great coaches and therapists in your life and then an amazing brand strategist communication company to help you once you've got through that to be able to be like, I own it. Like I own like who I am to be able to, you know, really bring that out. But I think about the people that I connect best with and it's those that I can really relate with their story or feel that they're very real. And let me just say this, add on that is like we're in, a, in an era where people want realness. One of the things I've disclosed to my own staff and our own people is number one, like I've seen mental health counseling got in that process because it helped me understand who I was and how I could articulate better. My wife and I, on a quarterly basis, we go to marriage counseling. And so not because our shit's broken, it's because it's really a part of making sure that we're whole and we're right. And being able to share that with people is so important because so many of the people are going, I'm in that situation or I'm considering that or I don't know how to do that. So people connect to you. I'm not bragging about challenges or issues or failures. It's just about how do I be the most authentic Travis Brown that I possibly can be? Always coach people to be your authentic self too. Yeah, I love that. And it's not only for the opportunity to connect with people because that is what helps us connect with people, but it helps other people when we share our real deal of like what we've gone through. It empowers them and inspires them. So yes, I love it. All right, so I really wanna dive into like the world in which I work a lot and you work too, which is around like leadership and culture growth. So let's take everything we've talked about, vulnerability and being clear and all that. And how does this intersect with growing a great organization and a great culture? First of all, we're so committed to doing that. Like, how do you build that culture where, you know, as they say, cliche wise, that everybody wants to be and nobody wants to leave? Well, that is centered around number one, to attract that talent. You got to be able to tell your story. Here's where the rubber meets the road. When you attract that talent, you have to be able to live that story. That means once they are there, you've got to be able to own exactly what you sold when people come here. So, you know, we always talk about people first is actually one of our first core values. And you know, I'm a big proponent of saying either A, you're going to retire here at this company or it's a stepping stone. And if it's a stepping stone, most likely my job is to give you everything that I possibly can to do to develop you and you get to consume all that. And then when you do leave here, like you gotta go make the world a better place. And you always look back and you say, Travis Brown or Mojo Up, like had so much to do with my growth and development. So when you think about as a leader building culture, my question always is, is are you willing to do that? Are you willing, when the employee walks into your office and says, it's time for me to move on, do you still cheer for them? Are you still saying, yep, yeah, man, if this is the best thing for you, 
and I'll do everything I possibly can. And when your employees start to see that you actually are what you said you were going to be, because you will be put to the test, then your culture starts to shape and deform into a real authentic place that people want to be. So this might repeat some of what we talked about, but I do want to lean into you sharing the focus of people first leadership and that you work on this all the time. And that's what the show is here for. So if you were to say, hey, for that people first leader that's aspiring and working on themselves right now, that's listening, the key things that you would bullet point to say, here are the buckets that I suggest you work on to best communicate and connect with your people to really move people forward. What are those buckets? I think one of the big buckets for me has just been the relationship. And everybody says that we know that, Nikki, but the relationship means even when it may not be in the best interest of me or our company, I still believe and support you. And when people start to feel that, man, it's so different. And what a lot of leaders do though, and this is the bucket is, as long as it's good for me, then I'm a cheerleader for you. And it can't be that. That's not authentic leadership. That's not people first, right? So I think that's number one. Number two is, I believe you have to go first. I'm always telling people that as a leader, the only thing I can promise you is if you go first, which you should, somebody's going to hurt you, take advantage of you. They're going to lie about you, misuse you. And then you're going to be faced with the challenge of, am I willing to do it again and again and again? Because that's what real leadership is. And your people have to see you be willing to do that because you can't have that idea that they have to go first and they have to be vulnerable and they have to give to you. That's not how leadership works. You've got to be willing to give them your heart in exchange. They can give you their hand. I was just thinking about going first or stepping out and, you know, taking that step and you're the leader, you're all eyes on you. Failure happens. Talk about communicating your story in those situations. Like what are your thoughts or what have you seen done well to communicate failure as a fail forward, I guess, kind of angle? I think that as leaders, we have to own it. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I think this is so crucial that we own our own failure. And I think people will tell you all the time, like, hey, when the team does great, you give the team the accolades. And when the team fails, you take the brunt of the the ownership. And so being willing to say, you know what, that didn't go right. And looking first to go, what did I not do as a leader? What did I not communicate? What example did I not set? And those are tough things to really think about, especially if you're one like me, where I get kind of defensive, like, no, I did it. I communicated it. I laid it all out. I went first. Just sometimes you got to step back and go, no, what you really have to do is say, own the failure, whether it was a project, whether it was an employee that left, own your piece of that, right? So I think that's a, a monumental mindset shift for a lot of people that are not willing to do that because they think that's weakness or they want to pass the blame. As leadership, we're going to build the people and we want people to feel confident. They need to see you raise your hand and say, you know what? That's on me. Here's how we're going to do it better. Here's how we're going to do it differently. And it will start with me. Travis, I've heard you say people are making buying decisions based on your story. I've heard you say that a few times. Talk about that a little bit. Well, on the other end of our purchase, whatever it is, I think we, we universally have heard, well, we're not just buying a product, we're buying a person. Well, if we subscribe to that, whether it's you're buying a car, you're buying a house, you know, you're buying a service provider or a dentist or whatever, like there's a level of comfort that has to come with whoever you're entrusting, especially if you're putting a large sum of money into that place. And we've seen over the last couple of years and the social movements and the way that people are looking at people, like that compartmentalization that I talked about earlier, like no longer exists. Like you can't leave 
a portion of you on the couch at home or behind closed doors because people are looking for that. And so if you lean into that and you go, okay, then what are the things that I think that are important for people to know about me? The things that I think will help people understand my motives. A lot of times when we do videos for people, the whole goal is I'm trying to humanize them, trying to make sure that people understand all the pieces of their story that connect. And there's so many dots that connect, you know, whether you're a parent, because that connects with so many people and your struggles and that journey as a parent. Whether you had financial challenges, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're leaning into your minority status within the community, whether you're leaning into your network, but all of those things are significant pieces to who we are that people care about. I think that's what some people are like, well, nobody really cares about what I did or my family life is, but the truth is they do. And they're making decisions because I want to align myself with that person. But here's what I need people to hear me say, Nikki, is that, and it's okay for people that don't like who you are or what you stand for to not choose you, right? There's enough people that you're trying to connect with and engage with that by doing that, you're going to offend some people. Some people are not going to want to work with you. And that is 100% okay. And I know you've touched on this, but and I know that a lot of people struggle with this. I've gone through this myself. How do you help people believe that what they have to say is valuable, valuable enough to like spend time and dedication getting it out there? One of the things is that when I was on my speaking in the youth market, I always talked about you are good enough. That was kind of my message to students. You're good enough. What I realized is that, yes, while that message was perfect for students, it's the same thing that adults are still struggling with you know, trying to deal with the fact that we have some past hurts, pains, insecurities, triggers, trauma, that we have to be intentional about leaning into to understand so that we can believe that the value that we have to the world is actually there. And, you know, I believe this is just me, Nikki, but everybody has some God-given talent. And once you really figure that out, right, it drives you from a purpose perspective. And I think what people have to recognize the difference between is like, are you operating in your good space? Are you in your excellence or purpose, right? And there's some different levels to that and there are different books on all that. But when you figure out like, this is what I'm great at and I have this ability to help people with X and you really lean into that, it changes your being. It changes who you are. It changes how you take failure and adversity because you know that you're on a path to be able to get there. And, and I learned that I had two gifts and one of them God gave me to be able to stand on a stage and speak and influence people. And the second one is I can stand in a room and I can build a strategy out of nothing. Like those are inherent things that I'm just great at doing. And the rest of the things around me, I may suck at. But when I leaned into those two things and put people around me to do the rest of them, like my energy changed who I was and what I could do and how I could help people change. So my recommendation for people is to really go soul searching and figure out what are those things that you just can do and you feel invigorated to do them. So Travis, before we head into our lightning round, why don't you give us an example of sharing your story? You've worked on this a lot for yourself. So tell us a little bit, you know, about your story and then lead into helping us understand Mojo Up and what you all do there. I was able to build a team of diverse and talented marketers, designers, videographers, and strategic thinkers that help people really shape their brand, tell their story, make their greatest impact. We learned that, as I mentioned earlier, that a lot of people, they're really great at what they do, just not enough people know how great they are at what they do. And so we solved that. We literally helped them build the right message, do all the creative around it, and then activate it so they can grow their business. 
in our world, Nikki, of the agency life, like there are different things that the agencies have and they do well. We figured out that one, most are not diverse and talented like we are. Two, less commitment to build it like it's ours. So I, I get in that room and I put it like I own the thing. And then just working until you love it, it was so clear that we had a unique position in the marketplace to do that. And we take people through our process of unpacking and building their blueprint, you know, then going through and do all of their, their creative and then ultimately optimizing it everywhere so people see it. And then at the end of the day, you know, we get to help them uh, bring it all to life. And so that's what we've been able to do uh, pretty successfully at Mojo Up in the last few years. And we love working with you at People Forward Network and believe that you're one of the best to walk through that whole blueprint process and help someone take their aspirations for being great with their personal brand and really bring it to life. Like, how do you really break it down to get to the why and get to what you're better at than anyone else? Like, what is your thing? And to be able to tell that story. So uh, so excited to work with you all. We're going to take a quick break and share one of our sponsor messages. And we'll be right back with our lightning round. And we get to dive into two deep questions with Travis on our lightning round today. We'll be right back. If you're leading with a people first mindset, which most likely you are because you're listening to Gut Plus Science, join People Forward Network, the largest community of humans on a shared mission to lead meaningful work. You can find us at peopleforwardnetwork.com or follow People Forward Network on LinkedIn. All right, we're back on Gut Plus Science with Travis Brown. It's been an awesome conversation today. So many great takeaways that I'll be summarizing in a few minutes. But before we do that, I want to dive into, of course, we're going to grab our favorite first question, but we have a couple of new questions to dive deep on. And Travis is one of the best to do these deep questions. So Travis, if you had to pick one book, your favorite book of all time or a favorite recent read to add to our ever-growing list, what would it be? I think I got to go with the recent read, and that's Atomic Habits. I love Atomic Habits, and I pair that with a book called Chop Wood, Carry Water. Chop Wood, Carry Water is the easy version, and then Atomic Habits goes so deep in the psychology of why we're doing the things that we're doing, and I'm just stuck on Chop Wood, Carry Water and Atomic Habits. So what are you most excited about in life right now, Travis? I think my signature quote has been for a while, I love to help people achieve things they never thought was possible. And that's what just drives me. Because when we meet with business owners, we meet with the companies, personal brands, like there's this thing inside of people that they want to do it, but they just don't quite believe it. And anytime I can have kind of some peace in helping people get out of that box, out of that shell and go make their life happen, like that just motivates me every day. All right, going deep on this one. What life lesson did you learn the hard way? That failure is not only inevitable, but it's purposeful. And that without the failure, that you can't understand why, that you don't even understand how it happened, that it's so deep and it's, it's rocking you at your core, without that kind of failure, it's hard to overcome that and really get to where you need to go without that failure. And so for me, that failure has been proven to be the success mechanism of who I am today. It's why I have the stories. It's why I have the experiences. It's why I can help people because of all of the failure, not the successes because of all of that failure. And so I just encourage people to lean into the failure, own it, and then move past it. The two like taglines I'm seeing right now is like, own it, exclamation point, or like stand tall, stand tall, like in whatever it is. I, I love that. And you're very good at that. Travis, before we go, I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to reach out if they'd like to start a conversation or stay connected? Yeah, mojoup.com is our company website. I'm Travis Jaden Brown on LinkedIn or any social media platform for that matter. And 
you know, we always start with a free strategy session for people so they can go right onto our website, fill it out. I'll jump on a, a free session with them to kind of walk through what we see and, and how we think they can evolve their brand. Travis, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for joining Gut Plus Science well past due. I feel like I've thought about this many times. So, hey, perfect timing. Glad you were able to join us uh, when you did. And we really know that this episode is going to inspire many. Really stand tall and really take more of a just proactive effort in sharing the story and the experiences that we all as individuals live. So thank you. Here's the truth you can act on. What is the number one problem that you solve? Get clear on that first. That's the core to your story. Your personal brand and your story are ever evolving and ever evolving things. So always be working on it and always be working on how you share it as your story evolves. That story gets more complex or you know more clear, but it is an ever evolving thing. And number three, vulnerability is the typical airball for most people because you want to just kind of brush that under, don't want to approach that, but it is the main thing that gets people to connect with us. And it is the root of really great storytelling. So thank you so much. I encourage you to check out so many of the great resources that Mojo Up puts out. Just go visit their website. It's gorgeous. And they do amazing marketing and they have many resources to help us all continue to advance as our ever-evolving selves happen. So thanks again, Travis. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.